yes, yes. I'm back. It's your boy Deej representing the Just Go Watch Pod here today. And yes, it's Black Adam time. Yes, finally we get to review Black Adam. It only felt right to uh, play the Rock's theme tune because the Rock is my guy. He's also Jules's guy. Uh, so yeah, hyped for this one. Hyped for this one. Um, Julesy, uh he can't be here today because uh, he's he's well, he's gone on a dirty weekend away, isn't he? Uh, zero dedication. Well, at least he was here last week. Uh, and uh, something that can't be said for Hatchy. Who, who literally, I mean, listeners, do you even remember what he sounds like? He's the one who, who sounds like uh, he he probably descends from a line of either really, really rich people or like he was like descends from a bunch of butlers or something like that in ye old England, you know, but that that's Hatchy. He's not here. I don't know what to tell you, but your boy Deej is here. So uh, yeah, listen, sit back. Let's talk about Black Adam. Uh, share this about. Come on, man. Show your boy some love because uh, I'm putting in the hours here to try and get this out, you dick. Um, so, yeah, hit us up on Just Go Watch Pod on Twitter, uh, Instagram, which I think is uh, at Just Go Watch. Um, yeah, hit us up. Holler at us. Let's debate. Let's argue. Who, who cares? Let's just engage. So, Black Adam. Uh, I mean, look, I have been hyped for this one because, I mean, I remember when, I mean, we're talking, I think I read recently it was 13 years. I didn't think it was that long ago, but I remember, you know, many, many years ago, The Rock saying he wanted to play Black Adam. He was passionate about it. And Black Adam is a fucking dope character. Like, he is a dope character. And, uh, you know, you have to remember 13 years ago, what takes us back to, you know, what, 2009 or whatever, um... That's still, you know, the MCU is quite young at that point. Uh, and the idea that you can just take kind of like, I suppose, B-list uh, properties, like, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy, things like that, and turn them into big franchises wasn't really known about. It wasn't really a thing, you know. You, you had to have the marquee superheroes. Um, but, you know, now we've seen that actually having a wider, uh, wider scope with the characters you make movies about... Um, works because characters can be cool just because they're not the main ones in the comics doesn't mean they can't be the main ones in a franchise so uh, in movie franchises so yeah the rock's been pushing for this uh so i've been hyped for this one man um the big question for me coming into it was how are they going to relate this movie to the dceu in general you know is it going to be you know setting the Snyderverse is it are they going to start fresh are they wiping everything what are they doing um you know Cavill was Cavill gonna have anything to do with it so a lot of questions going into it um so yeah let's get let's get into it so it's released on Friday I think uh and it's had so far the biggest opening of The Rock's career which is to say a lot because uh you know The Rock is you know he's been in some big films isn't he uh, i think as of this pod as i'm recording it uh let's have a look if i'm it is what's it on right so it's, ooh, it's made a lot of money made a lot of money 67 million during the opening weekend in just the us alone overall we're talking 140 mil already of a budget of 195 mil so it looks like it's gonna be a big one which is good because 
it's time to stop the hate on the DC universe and just hope they can start, you know, turning it into something. If they stop, apparently they've got rid of all of the useless people like Walter Hamada from uh, Warner Brothers. And now they're going to look to, again, build a kind of shared universe um, and just take their time with it. So that could be good. So it's doing good at the box office. Um, in terms of uh, the critics, now, obviously, I, I consider myself a critic now. You know, what are we two years into the just go watch story so yeah you know call ourselves critics uh the critics have given it a 40 40 percent it's 40 percent last i saw i mean it's low man the critics are fucking bumming this into the ground but then that's these critics i, I don't really rate them so they're, they're not the critics are not happy about it it's sitting on at the moment 40 percent on rotten tomatoes uh any other ones what's imdb saying I don't know, whatever. Anyway, point is, this critics ain't raining. But the audience score <clears throat> is uh, 90%. So, big difference. Big difference. Um, where am I going to sit? Where am I going to sit? You're going to find out, motherfuckers. You're going to find out. So, let's just get into the plot quickly. So, into the plot quickly. So, it begins in, we're in the year 2600 BC in the, the mythical land of Kandak. Uh, and... Essentially, there's a the nation has been enslaved by uh, an evil king who I think his name was Akton, Akton, uh, and he's uh, yeah he's he's enslaved the people. But there is a uh, one one boy who stands up against him, and uh, eventually, when they try and execute him, gets taken down to the wizards, much like Shazam does, Billy Batson does in Shazam, and he gets uh, bestowed with the same powers and uh, becomes. Uh, black adam uh what we uh and, and yeah and he, and he smashes it so we come to the present day and kandak is still oppressed but this time by intergang and uh they are trying to uh obtain this crown that was created by Actan, which apparently gives the where the uh, the power of all of the demons of the underworld uh and uh you've got the the good guys the the people that live in kandak trying to stop them from doing that uh during the, 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 a bit of a chase scene, uh, Black Adam gets finally released from his tomb after 5,000 years, goes around and absolutely massacres a bunch of inner gang troops. I mean, really violent stuff. Uh, well, not really violent stuff, but like pretty violent for a comic book film anyway. Uh, Amanda Waller, who is the, you all remember from Suicide Squad, learns of this and she sends the Justice Society to go and stop Black Adam. Uh, Dr. Fate, uh, What's the, the forget the other guy? The Hawkman, Atom Smasher, and a girl who's I think she's called Cyclone. Anyway, they find him. They have a big tear up. Uh, good fight going along. Eventually, uh, we find out that uh, one of uh, the good guys from the beginning is actually uh, one of the descendants of uh, Acton, and he is trying to get the crown and, and use it, um, which uh, he eventually manages uh, to do. Uh, and he gets the power of, he wears the crown, which is called the crown of Sabak, and becomes the demon Sabak himself, and uh, starts just absolutely destroying Kandak, despite wanting to be the king of it. Um, meanwhile, Black Adam, who has been, uh, by this point, decided he's not a good person, uh, he's not a good person, he needs to be controlled, has given up his powers, uh, has to be freed, because he's the only one that can stop Sabak, and there's an almighty tear-up between the Justice Society uh, Black Adam and Sabak, of which the Justice Society and Black Adam come out on top, 
leading to Black Adam realizing he needs to be a protector of Kandak and not a ruler of Kandak. Uh, there is then a mid credit scene in which Henry Cavill appears as Superman and uh, sets up a future uh, fight between Black Adam and Superman. So that's the kind of basic plot um, in a nutshell. So what did I think of it? Well, I'll tell you. One, let me make something clear firstly, right? I actually like the Snyderverse. Julesy and Hatchie, not so much. But then, listen, they're, they're barely, I mean, they're barely, they're chimps. They don't really know what they're talking about, as you probably have known from listening. You know, they, they don't, they have no idea what they're talking about. So, uh, the Snyderverse, I'll tell you why I like it. Because it offers a different kind of thing to the MCU. It's a bit darker in tone, a bit more grounded. And I'm all right with that. I'm right with that. I don't need to go to the cinema and see bright colours and whatnot uh, for it to be a superhero film. The people that were all like, oh, no, but Superman's not like that. I felt like didn't really get what Snyder was doing because he was trying to build Superman is becoming what he was. You know, no one's that good just off the bat, you know. Um, so I didn't mind that. I quite liked it. Um, so this film, though, was, I guess much more like an MCU film, I felt, you know, it's much more kind of much less grounded, you know, all of a sudden there's all this crazy tech, there's tons of superheroes, you know, when we're in the, we're in the Man of Steel, there's like no superheroes and it's just like Superman comes and everyone's like, oh my God, they've never seen anything like this. All of a sudden, now here we've got Hawkman and Dr. Fate and there's the Justice League and there's, just, there's so many superheroes. It's kind of like, why was everyone so surprised when they saw Superman? Um, so they've kind of left that bit behind, but you know, cool because I still like the MCU. So um, seeing all the kind of the massive battle scenes and you know the the extra stuff, you know, I didn't, I didn't mind it. I just um, I think I would have preferred it if it was a little bit more grounded, because I think what made this what what I like about the film is Black Adam, and he's just a badass. He's a bit like Hancock, you know, but within if you put Hancock in a big budget superhero film, so I kind of like that badass side of things and i think maybe if it was just a bit more grounded if it was a you know a 15 i don't know what do you guys call that in america like a pgr is it or something i don't know you know but here in in the uk a 15 or an 18 or rated r in america you know i, I think it would have been cool but i get that they need people to see it and then the, there's budgets and costs and whatever but yeah anyway you know the action scenes really good it's a good looking film the rock uh, it was was really good as Black Adam, you know, as I knew he would be, as I knew he would be. And I, you know, it was almost like The Rock playing Black Adam is almost like The Rock playing a heel from his WWE days. So, which is to me when The Rock's at his best. When he's playing a good guy, I don't like The Rock anywhere near as much as when he's playing an arrogant, you know, bastard. So, you know, I was cool with that. Um, when he was killing people, it was quality, really good. Like there's a, the, the bit, there's a bit in it where he throws some guy and they're like, and then Dr. Fate comes along and he's like, we can ask him some questions. And then he's like, uh, and he's like, you killed him, didn't you? And you just, you see this guy fall from the sky and the rock's like, he did not make it. And you're like, yeah, very good. Very good. Um, I can see some people probably maybe having a bit of a problem with some of the humor with it, with it, but I felt the humor landed. So for me, it was good. Um, I didn't really, I didn't really care about the kind of the plot of the the crown um, and Sabak. I didn't really feel him that much. You know, I didn't. I almost kind of felt like they didn't really need a villain as such. Could have just been about Black Adam and him fighting 
the Justice Society or I, I don't know. I don't mean I'd have to think about that more, but I wasn't a big fan of Sabak, but I mean I didn't hate it either. You know, it's an origin film, but again, it was just a bit. You know where where we've had a bit of grounded stuff with the Snyderverse, then it's gone all the other way to now this you know demon underworlds and whatever. Uh, it was just a bit maybe for me. I don't know. I didn't really care about Sabak. I was really only interested in in Black Adam. Um, saying that, the uh, Justice Society, uh, Hawkman was pretty cool. His interactions with The Rock uh, were really good. Um, not really sure, because they don't really explain it, what Hawkman's powers are. I mean, I don't know how... I understand his suit is powerful. I don't know if he himself has powers, because somehow he managed to take hits from Black Adam. So I don't really know what the score with that is. But, you know, they had some good, good tear-ups anyway. Dr. Fate... Doctor Fate was good, but Doctor Fate was just Doctor Strange. I mean, you're just watching the magic he does, and it's just like watching Doctor Strange. It was kind of weird. And then you had Atom Smasher, who was kind of like watching Ant-Man. So it was a bit weird in that sense. And also, did anyone else notice his mask was just Deadpool's mask, but sprayed different? Man, I didn't want to saw that, but, you know, whatever. Um, and Cyclone, you know, yeah. I didn't... I get why they needed to introduce people. But I just kind of didn't care about Cyclone Amps when I said it wasn't enough time for me to really care about them. And I felt like they took up screen time, maybe. So, um, I don't know. Difficult. It is It is difficult how you kind of... Because you, you need Black Adam to be a bad guy and a good guy in the same film. You need protagonists. Yeah, I get it. Um, but I, just, I wasn't feeling them that much. But where this film really kind of hits its groove, really, is just the, when, when The Rock is being a badass... And he's and he's throwing people around and he's fighting, you know that that's cool. It's it's a bit like in um, this this uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League when Superman comes at the end and he's just and you see how powerful he is. It's just cool, man. It's just cool. Um, so anytime the Rock was on the screen, it was it was good. I thought um, I, I enjoyed the flashback scenes. I liked the twist that uh, isn't actually you know the Rock wasn't supposed to be. Uh, or, or Teth Adams, I should say, it wasn't supposed to be the hero, it was his son. And then, you know, he died and The Rock got the powers after being trans transferred to him by the son. And then The Rock's vengeance meant that he was actually, uh, you know, he destroyed everything and he had to be imprisoned by the wizards. You know, that was a good, that was good. I enjoyed that. Um, it was, it was a good film. It was good. I mean, I, I can't, I didn't, I loved it because I loved The Rock and I loved it because I knew there was going to be a Henry Cavill cameo, right? That's why, I, so I, I, I couldn't not love it. There's a lot about it that I was just was like, I didn't really care about as such, but The Rock is so good in it for me that he carries it. The Rock just really kind of carries it. So I couldn't help but not, I couldn't, yeah, I, I just couldn't not like it because it was, it's The Rock being Black Adam. So it was, it was dope. Um, <clears throat> as a setup film, it sets things up. You know, now you've got Black Adam, you've got Superman. Uh, you know, that that is so hyped. That is, you know, that it's almost impossible to to not have feel good feel good vibes for this film now because you know what it's leading to. And also, because The Rock loves this film so much, you know, he was like, you know, right, for instance, you if you've listened to our reviews for a while, you'll know what we said about Red Notice. That Red Notice was kind of a film where we just felt people phoned it in. Like, you know, there's no love in that film i didn't think whereas this the rock loves this man you can tell he loves this he's in this all the way 
he believes in this and that shows man that really does show um it's made with love this film so i feel i think that that kind of thing does come through um special effects wise i mean top notch apart from sabak actually i say that sabak i didn't really rate him to be honest with you but he was a bit i don't know a bit 2005 cgi maybe but um it might just be me I, I might just be nitpicking there but the rest of the special effects anything around black adam his powers the fight scenes every, you know quality stuff really good stuff the let's talk about the casting the casting obviously you've heard me you know basically just jizzing over the rock here uh pierce brosnan he was good as dr fate um Again, very Stephen Strange, very Stephen Strange, but he was good. You know, what can I say? He Pierce Brosnan's a good actor, so you know he was going to be good. Um, and, and Doctor Fate is an interesting character, actually. If you are, if you think about him, he's an interesting character, a man that can always see the future and is trying to change it. Yeah, but yeah, he was. Uh, that's a good casting, I think. That's a good casting. Um, Aldis Hodge, um, I think his name's Aldis Hodge as Hawkman. Uh, he's really good. That was my boy, if you remember him, from uh, uh, Straight Outta Compton, MC Wren. Uh, good to see him getting some shine. He's a he's a good actor. Like I said, him him and The Rock had some really good back and forth. Um, I would, I'd watch those two um, again. It's a little bit, it had a little bit of that kind of um, <clears throat> Bucky and... Um, <clears throat> um, fuck, I forgot his name. The new Captain America, I forgot his name. Falcon. Falcon and um, Bucky kind of vibe. So, um, that yeah, that was a good casting. The um, the kid, the kid, he was a uh, yeah, he was alright. He was a bit annoying at times. I feel I think, but um, yeah. The one thing I, I do think about this film is it kind of in in trying to get so much into it, um, it kind of did ignore the kind of maybe the more detailed storytelling points, you know, like for someone who's been buried for 5,000 years, the rock just comes into this new world and he's just like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> like helicopters, cars, planes, I'll speak English catchphrases. Um, you know, uh, there's no kind of orientation period for him to get into the world. Doesn't seem shocked by anything. Um, don't know why he speaks English. You know, at first he speaks in his native tongue, and then all of a sudden he's speaking English with an American accent as well. I never really like that. I will say that I never really like that. If he's a Middle Eastern, I guess Kandak is Middle East. You know, why has he got an American accent? Um, little things like that. They don't matter to a lot of people, but to me, those little details do kind of do. I don't know, add something. So, but you know, I'm not going to complain. I'm not going to complain about that. Um, you know the 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 uh, the Kandak thing. You know it's been. I don't know what we're saying. It's been illegally occupied by this gang. Well, where's Superman? Where's the Justice League? Well, we're just the. You know we've got all these powerful people. We're just letting random like they're not even. A, it's not like it's a, a nation state that is. We're saying oh we don't agree with the way it does its laws. Is they're being occupied? Like what are the Justice League doing? And then when this. A bit, I had kind of had this problem with the Suicide Squad, and I suppose to say it's Shazam. Once you've got Superman and Wonder Woman, all these people in the world, 
then where are they when these things are happening? You know, there's this big thing going on in Kandak with this big demon that's destroying things. Where where was Superman? Where where was he? I don't know. Um, I feel like the MCU is quite good at doing, like explaining where people are and bringing people in when they need them so that you do feel like the world is all connected. Um, and when people aren't there, they're not there for a reason. A bit like in Spider-Man, uh, was it Homecoming? Over it was when they're like, look, Thor's away and Iron Man's gone, so we need you to do this. Whereas in this film, they, you know, it's just kind of like, yeah, we'll send the Justice Society. This, right, this, these two like two young heroes who like no one's ever heard of, and then Doctor Fate and Hawkman to stop this guy who's basically as powerful as Superman. Like, why do you not just send Superman? I don't really, I don't really understand. But I guess uh, you know, look, this new iteration of DCU is it's young, it's new. So we have to give it time um, to hopefully, you know, I'm hoping they, much like uh, in the MCU where they really plan things out, they storyboard this and really think about where are we going with Black Adam and Superman and, and, and now Batman and all these, you know, all these, these characters, what are we doing with them? What are we heading towards? You know, I mean, I've said for a while, if it was me, I would use what's happened in the Snyderverse. And if you don't want Snyder to do it, then fine, but you've got this story now where they've stopped Darkseid and Darkseid said he's coming. So you can now have a bunch of films that have nothing to do with Darkseid or the Snyderverse or anything like that doing their individual films. And then you have Justice League 2 with with uh, Darkseid coming to Earth. And you can create an entirely new story around that. So it doesn't have to be a continuation of what Zack Snyder wanted to do with um, Justice League 2, but you shouldn't waste what's already happened. You know, that's something they keep doing, reboot, this, that, you know. Um, you've got this, you know, one of the things that fucked Justice League in the first place was there was no history behind it, nothing to make you care about the characters apart from really kind of Superman. So, because they'd, they'd been Man of Steel, but nothing else, these other ones, so it was rushed. Whereas now it's not rushed. Now you've had, you've got a history now. You've got Man of Steel. You've got Batman v Superman. You've got Justice League. You've got Wonder Woman 1 and 2. Aquaman, Aquaman 2 coming out. Black Adam, you, Shazam. You've got a universe now. So now build on that and Justice League 2 have Darkseid come because Darkseid is the villain to use. He is the villain to use. Um, I guess we're going to see how smart the people at Warner Brothers are. Um, but I mean, I don't... I don't have that much faith, but I do have faith in The Rock. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, let's talk about that cameo of Henry Cavill, man. That was dope. I mean, look, I, I knew it was coming, and I didn't really know what it was going to be. And look, truth be told, I wanted it to be a bit longer. I'd like, I'd have liked it to have... Um, I don't know what I'd have liked. A bit longer. But listen, Henry Cavill is fucking Superman. He is Right, the idea that they were going to reboot it and cast someone else and this and that is just fucking nonsense. Henry Cavill is Superman. That guy's money. Right, the fact that people have mis mishandled the, the DCU because they don't have a, a long, don't have patience to play the long game. Mm, that's not his fault. You know, he is Superman, and having him and the Rock in a movie together, you might just print your own money, man. Just take our money. Like I said when I was reviewing Spider-Man No Way Home, if you have a Hulk and Wolverine movie, like it's such a no-brainer that if you don't do it, you just you just wonder who these people are, these execs. Um, because Superman and The Rock in a film together, yeah, just take my money, man. Um, I really hope they make a Man of Steel 2. Um, I hope they keep it in that kind of grounded tone. I do, but um, yeah, I'm really I'm really excited about that. I think Superman is Superman is the character. 
you know, Black Adam is a cool character and The Rock is the guy, right? But in the DC universe, the Superman is the guy and everything should be built around Superman because he is the guy. He is the character. You know, imagine having Superman as a character that you can use as an intellectual property. And you don't you don't milk it for everything it's worth. Crazy. We've had about 20 Batman films and no and one Superman film. Like it's just crazy. Um like, I mean, not one Superman, but obviously there's Superman films in the past. But I mean, if you think about since uh Superman Returns with Brandon Routh, you've had a Dark Knight trilogy. You've had, obviously, Batman v Superman. You've had the new Batman film. You know, there's so many iterations. And then we've had one Man of Steel. You know, just crazy. We need, there needs, they need to build a franchise around Superman, Black Adam, eventually a team up, get Darkseid in. And that's money. That's money. It's there. The formula's there, man. Ah, uh, So, I was mad hyped that he's back. Wasn't a fan. Was not a fan. And I'd like to hear it. If anyone's listening to this, um, what you thought about this, but I was not a fan of the old dun, 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 music. I wasn't a fan of that. The Hans Zimmer score for Superman is fucking amazing. It is quality, right? Um, let's, like, do, I mean, I don't know what they're thinking. Do they think more people will come to see a Superman film if you have, if you try and tie it to the Christopher Reeves version? I don't know what they're what they're what they're thinking with that, but I mean, there's nothing wrong. Man of Steel was a good film. Batman v Superman was a bit of a mess, but only because they tried to make two films into one. If they'd have made if they'd have made the Batman v Superman and then Superman v Doomsday and then in Superman v Doomsday, Superman dies, having introduced some of the characters from the Justice League, and then you have a Justice League movie, that's money. It's just DC fucked it. Um, but I mean, Man of Steel, the, the the song is quality. I mean, let's just play it here for a second. Let's just play this for a sec, man. This is a quality song, man. What is it? Look to the Stars? Is that what it's called? Let's have a look. Listen to this, man. This is emotional. This is emotional stuff, man. Yeah, what a soundtrack. What a soundtrack that was. And that, uh, what's the, you know, and then, and so, I mean, I, I wasn't personally a big fan of, of, of using that, but I mean, look, at the end of the day, Henry Cavill's in it. That's, that's all we care about. I'm hyped. People's cheering in the cinema. That's good. That's what matters. Would have liked him to be in the black suit still. Would have liked to continue even the Snyderverse, but look, we can't look a gift horse in the mouth. So we're just going to take that. Um, is there anything else to talk about? I mean, look, it, You've got to go see this film. We've got to get behind it. We've got to start supporting the DCEU, you know. Um, we've got to stop, you know, it's too much negativity around, uh, you know, some people influencing, trying to say, oh, the MCU is getting shit and the DCEU's this and that. You know, let's just start supporting these films, man. You know, there's a lot of passion went into this one. So uh, I'm happy to rate this film. I am happy to rate this film. A. Ooh. I'm going to give this film a a 7.5. I'm going to give the film a 7.5, which I know would be on an audience score would be 75, right? 
But I mean, the audience scores give it 90, critics give it 44. I guess I'm kind of in the middle there. 75, still a good rating. I'm going to just go watch ratings, guys. That's pretty good, 7.5. The Rock himself, the bits with The Rock in, I'd give an 8.5. And The Rock, excellent. And the cameo bit itself, I, I, I got 10 to the cameo just because that got me so hyped. Um, it wasn't a, a, an amazing film. Didn't blow my mind. It was a good entry film and there were some really, really good bits in it. So I would definitely watch it. I'd definitely go and say watch it and I would definitely watch it again. Um, well, I will watch it again. Um, and it has excited me for the future. So this is a, hopefully a bright start, well, a bright new start for the DCU that hopefully doesn't forget the good parts of what's gone. That's going to be the crucial part for me. But we, all we can do is but wait and see for that shit. So... So yeah, that's um that's Black Adam. Um go see it if you haven't seen it, man. Come on, let's get behind it. Um next week we are I think we're doing another horror film if we can see it. We want to do uh, a film called Pray for the Pray Pray to the Devil, Pray for the Devil. Horror film anyway, it looks pretty good, but uh we're struggling to find cinemas I've got it on. But uh if not, it might be a review of episode four, five, six uh i think it's four five six of the rings of power whatever the remainder of the season of the rings of power because if you remember we did a review of one two and three episodes uh and we're going to review the rest of it now it's finished uh so it will be one of the other of those next week but lila man tune in join us holler at us man and if you're uh, another pod out there uh big love to my boy movie psycho by the way been uh engaging with us on twitter as always um bigger movie pod um you know, look, there's a lot of good film pods out there, right? So, you know, we got to all help each other out, prop each other up. Um, so let's um, hit each other up, man. Um, let's do some, let's make some stuff. Let's collab. Let's do some shit, man. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, it's your boy Deej. I'm signing off. And if you haven't seen this film yet, you know, as always, there's only one thing to do. Just go my fucking watch.